If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them. And it's proudly made in the U.S. USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific 6 Eastern. Well, it's Wednesday here in this program. We've got a lot to talk about here today. Tonight, AW Dynamite. It is the 17th of August, and we have just under three weeks until the AEW All-Out Pay-Per-View. And as of right now, as of this moment, one match is official for AEW All-Out. And we don't even know what the match is because it's the finals of the trios tournament. And so as far as like matches with stars, we have no matches announced for a show that's coming up in a little bit less than three weeks. And so I think it goes without saying that tonight we're going to start building up this card. We're going to get some matches for All Out tonight. And we've got five segments scheduled for the show, including a best of three falls match with Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia. We'll tell you about the lineup here today. And what we know about the show. We also have NXT 2.0 from last night. It was their big heat wave show. And uh, I had predictions. And uh, not all of the predictions came true. In fact, one prediction didn't come true. And I think I know why. We'll tell you about that on the program here today. we got Raw Ratings. we got the G1 wrapping up. Coming up later on tonight. The semifinals are over. We'll tell you about the semifinal matches, who is going to the finals. Update on Will Ospreay, who claims that a couple of months ago, he nearly died as a result of a kidney infection. And uh, from what I heard at the time, I don't think he's exaggerating. I can't remember what it was, but his, his fever was spiking at something like 106 degrees. It was something crazy. But anyway, we'll tell you about all the news and more. If you want to text us here today, 425-780-7566 is the phone number. 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter, at SemperVivi. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. back a few and a few becomes a few too many 
For a moment, you think of calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. What's the worst that could happen? You get pulled over, your insurance goes up, you lose your license, you total your car, you kill someone. The results of driving drunk are tragic. That's why law enforcement is out there looking for impaired drivers to save lives. So if you think you're okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by NHTSA. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than 1000 If you owe the IRS 5000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you love driving, but you don't love your car payment? Open Road Lending can reduce your car payment by as much as $100 a month or more. It's easy to refinance your car payment. Just call today to get your no-obligation quote and find out how much you can save. To qualify for a lower car payment, your car should be less than 10 years old, have less than 125,000 miles, and you've made at least six on-time payments. Call Open Road Lending today to learn how you can lower your rate and your payment by refinancing. It's easy, only takes a few minutes, and there's no cost or obligation to apply and get approved. Call today and see how much you can save. 800-871-9417. 800-871-9417. That's 800-871-9417. and conditions apply. Financing is available with approved credit. See openroadlending.com for details. Hi, Tom Bodette here, thinking about road tripping to the family reunion. Potato salad, doing battle with the sun, dog crawling all over the cousins, and nothing brings us closer than someone squished in the middle seat. Well, it's a good thing Motel 6 has clean, comfortable rooms at a great low rate. They'll get you out of that minivan so the kids can get all spiffed up before Grandma starts pinching their cheeks. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Close. You're listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez. I do not know where Mike Sempervivi is. I have texted him the big question mark. Where are you, bro? We'll find out if he shows up here today. All right. Well, I got a lot to get into one way or the other. It is Wednesday, as noted, and here is the lineup for Dynamite here tonight. We have got Brian Danielson, Daniel Garcia in a best-of-three-falls match. We have the Young Bucks and a mystery partner against Andrade El Idolo Roosh and Dragon Lee. We have Tony Storm versus Kylin King. 
We have the Gun Club against the Varsity Blondes. And we have Ricky the Dragon Steamboat appearing as the special guest timekeeper tonight. You think the dragon would know better than to hang around by that ring bell, but apparently not. So anyway, that's the line for tonight. And as noted, they have got the all-out show in less than three weeks. What's on this show? Well, we know there is the finals of the trios tournament. And uh, presumably the titles are going to be defended. And in a few of those matches, we know who it likely is going to be, what the matches are likely going to be. But we actually don't really know any other matches yet. Presumably, it is John Moxley versus CM Punk. I presume they're going to do a follow-up on the show tonight. They'd have to, basically, because Punk did show up last week, and they had the stare down, and uh, Moxley gave him the shoulder block and, and walked out. And uh, one would presume that that's going to be the main event of the pay-per-view. So presumably Punk will be there tonight, Moxley. Whatever they're doing for All Out should become clear here very soon. And uh, probably something setting up Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho. So a lot of things uh, should be happening. It should be very newsworthy over the next several weeks. It has to be, basically, because uh, we got a big show coming up. We also had, of course, NXT 2.0 last night. I'm going to do the full NXT 2.0 review here in a while. But it was newsworthy for a few reasons. Uh, first, no segment with Sangha. Apparently it was... I don't know if it was cut from the show or if it's going to air next week or what, but he promised this week and he wasn't there, so I was very upset about that. But the actual newsworthy things, we had the women's championship match, which I thought for sure, I thought for sure Mandy Rose was going to drop the title. And in fact, Mandy Rose pinned Zoe Stark in the middle of the ring. She hit her with her jumping knee, Zoe kicked out, so then Mandy put Zoe's knee brace, or metal knee brace, on her own leg and did a knee brace-assisted jumping knee, which seems like it should be illegal, but the referee was all he was all fine with it, and, and she pinned Zoe Stark. So the reason I bring this up as potentially newsworthy is I thought that, like, Mandy Rose was going to lose a title and off she was going to go Ron SmackDown main roster. I don't know for sure, okay? But when they announced uh, Zoe Stark and Nikita Lyons for that women's tag team tournament, my, uh, my belief was that it was going to be a one-and-done and they were going to go back to NXT. After this, I think there's a decent chance that Zoe's being called up. I think it's way too early to call up Nikita Lyons, but Zoe Stark has been wrestling for a decade, and she's ready for the main roster. She's, she's as good or better than probably more than half of the current women's roster. So my guess is that uh, that Zoe Stark is probably on her way to the main roster, and uh, maybe Nikita Lyons as well. But hopefully Nikita Lyons is a one-and-done, and Zoe Stark is up there up there permanently. We also had the, uh, the Loser Leaves Town match, uh, the street fight, and in fact, Santos Escobar was beaten. Tony D'Angelo hit him with the crowbar. Santos was beaten. And so... I mean, I don't think his contract is up, so that would mean he's going up to the main roster. So that is good news, because he deserves to be on the main roster making big money, having great matches. And the other noteworthy thing on the show, which could have big ramifications, is the NXT UK invasion. 
Gallus invaded the show. The show went off the air with Tyler Bate showing up to confront Braun Breaker. And they, I believe they've got a show coming up. Uh, this It's on All Out Weekend. It's not been announced yet, but I believe that they're doing a, a big show All Out Weekend. And I don't know if it's going to be like War of the Worlds or, or whatever, but I'm pretty sure it's going to be an NXT UK versus NXT show. And, you know, they canceled the last several sets of, of NXT UK tapings. And among the talent, the rumor was NXT UK is done. And with Gallus and Tyler Bate and I'm sure numerous others showing up in, in NXT, it's not official but I do have the impression that this could be it for NXT UK. And they're going to merge it together with the NXT here in the U.S. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was like a bunch of unification matches coming up at the uh, at the next big show. But the funny thing about Tyler Bate showing up is uh, he showed up as the NXT UK champion. And he is officially the NXT UK champion. He won the belt in a match. But the match has not aired. They're in the middle of a tournament that is airing on the NXT UK TV show, and they literally spoiled the tournament by having Tyler Bate come out as the champion before the tournament has finished airing on television. So don't yell at me about spoilers. This was them. So anyway, that is the uh, the update. I'll do the full NXT UK review here in a while. But uh, a lot of big things going down, and I think, uh, I think some big changes coming in a lot of different ways. We had Raw. Raw on Monday night, 1.98 million viewers, a point five three in 18 to 49. Show finished first for the night on cable, including beating the final episode of Better Call Saul head to head. Raw beat every television show on cable and network except The Bachelorette at 18 to 49, and all but four network shows and one cable show, two in Spanish. In 18 to 34. Now, in total viewers, you know, sometimes we do the uh, the the demo and then the total viewership. And, of course, when we talk about the uh, demo and Dynamite finishing number one, everybody goes, Yeah, but they didn't break a million. They didn't break a million. How many viewers? Well, if you want me to go by viewers, Raw was not number one. If we go by viewers, Raw was number eight. If you want Raw to be number one on cable and number one across all shows on network and cable, you have to go by the demo. So just want to throw that out there. So anyway, they were uh, number one in the demo, but in total viewers, they were number nine behind eight news shows. And the uh, the viewership. Do you remember how we were talking about the uh, Raw show the other night? And I was talking about how there was, you know, oh, Brian's talking about too much wrestling. Now, I was talking about how there was long, boring matches in the third hour. There, there, there was no reason to even book the matches. Like, there was no storyline reason for AJ and Bobby Lashley for the title. Uh, they literally announced it the day of the show. There was, you know, they shot an angle, but, like, who cares about uh, Austin Theory and Dolph Ziggler? Well, in fact, the third hour did have a big collapse, but the first two hours did very well. And the first two hours of the show were very good. Uh, the first hour, 1.97 million viewers. The second hour, 2.09 million viewers. And the third hour fell to 1.88 million, which is still a very, very good number. But um, what's interesting is, uh, and this happened, it's actually a funny story with WCW. Vince Russo, one of his his ideas, because they had a three-hour Nitro, 
was he was going to axe one of the hours of Nitro. He's going to move it back to two hours because he figured if I cut the lowest rated hour, then the combined viewership for the two hours will be higher than the combined viewership for the three hours. He was going to do some sort of trick. So he got him to cut that third hour, and you know what happened? Somehow, even though it was only two hours, the combined viewership still ended up being lower than three hours, and they lost out on a full hour of advertising, and that was one of many reasons that ship sunk. But in this particular case with, with WWE, a three-hour Raw did 1.98 million viewers. If that show would have been two hours, it would have been doing 2.05 million viewers. It's a third hour that drags the show down. Back in a moment with more Observer Live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 
That's 800-943-2153. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, no, Mike Sempervivi. I don't know where he's at. Maybe he's watching the G1 right now. Maybe he fell asleep watching the G1. But the G1, the tournament matches have wrapped up. We are down to the finals taking place tonight. In the semifinals, this is not a spoiler, they already happened. It's actually less of a spoiler, in fact, than uh, Tyler Bates showing up with the NXT UK Heavyweight Championship on NXT last night. Okada defeated Tamatanga. And Will Ospreay defeated Tetsuya Naito. So the finals are Okada versus Will Ospreay. And that takes place tonight. And that should be a hell of a match. Will Ospreay says he nearly died from the kidney infection he suffered early this year. Osprey was out of action from May 15 to June 8th as a result of the infection. He is forced to pull out of shows for New Japan, Rev Pro, and Warrior Wrestling. Osprey took to social media on Wednesday, commented on how serious his condition was. So he says it's not really spoken about enough, but May, I nearly died. My infection was that serious. Came back in two weeks. Three months from that point, tomorrow I'm in the G1 final on New Japan's 50th anniversary. I wish I could hear your voices, but I will fight with everything I got. That's a uh, reference to the fact that fans still are not allowed to cheer and boo. They can only clap. And Dave had written at the time, Serious business, and until the infection clears, we won't have an estimate on when he can return to the ring. But what he has is no joke. Osprey said he is as miserable as he has ever been. He cannot stand without feeling he's about to faint and gets bad sweats as well as bad chills. As noted, his temperature was something ridiculous, like 104, 105, 106. And uh, eventually he did manage to return. And if I recall, the first match I saw back, you wouldn't even have known he was gone. So uh, very, very impressive. Glad he's all right. And uh, good luck to everybody tonight. Finals of the G1. I'm going to do the NXT report. Should we do it now? Should I get it over with? It's actually just mostly wrestling. Open up with Carmelo Hayes and Giovanni Vinci for the NXT North American title. And the match was very good. match was very good. Uh, there were a few spots where they looked like they were on different pages. But, man, this Giovanni Vinci, as far as a technical wrestler, he is so great. Carmelo Hayes is great. And uh, finally, there at the end... Uh, Vinci went for the powerbomb. Actually, first, Trick Williams gets in the ring. He gets inside the ring. And he doesn't, you know, they have this stupid rule. He didn't touch Giovanni Vinci. But he gets in the ring, and so Vinci grabs him, and he gives him a a press powerbomb. And, you know, of course, he's distracted. And this leads to him trying to do the uh, powerbomb on Hayes, but Hayes does the Hurricane Rana, pins him. This is the dumbest rule. I hate this rule. It's so stupid. It kills these matches for me. That aside, the match was very, very good. 
But I wish they'd get rid of that stupid rule. It's it's ridiculous. Then we had uh, Mandy Rose show up at the building. Braun Breaker showed up at the building. And listen, I uh, knew all the results before I watched the show because I'm on the West Coast. So I could be reading too much into this. But there's a term, boo-boo face, that we hear often. And uh, from the moment the show started, I mean, Mandy, she's just all smiles from the moment the show starts. And uh, Zoe Stark, not all smiles the entire show. So I'm pretty sure Zoe Stark was supposed to win the title. And my presumption is because she didn't win, she's going to the main roster. I, I can't think of another reason why. But, man, I watched this show, and it was like, I know who's winning this match. I mean, I knew who, but it's just like from the from the moment I saw both of them, it was it was clear who was winning the match. We had uh, Gallus attacking Diamond Mine. So Julius Creed's doing a promo, and remember that footage that he saw where he saw something that none of us saw? Well, they show the footage, and uh, the what he saw was... Um, uh, what's his face? Uh, Tony D'Angelo. They were doing the match with Tony D'Angelo, and Tony D'Angelo is like he's tapping the mat and he's doing these like he's a, an umpire doing all these signals. And uh, Julius presumes he's doing these signals to Roderick Strong, and that, and that Roderick Strong and uh, Tony D'Angelo are in cahoots. So he's calling out Roderick. Roderick's pleading innocent, and this whole the whole deal. And then uh, finally, as they're getting angry, they get attacked by Gallus. And actually, all of the fans knew Gallus. They did Gallus chants. And uh, they beat him down, all four of Diamond Mine. And I don't know if they're dropping their Roderick Strong split from Diamond Mine. Because, you know, they teased that he was going to join Gallus, but Gallus beat him down as well. So, you know, Vince is gone. Triple H is running both companies, basically. I mean, you know, Sean's always been running the company, but Vince and, and uh, Kevin Dunn and everybody were in charge. So maybe they dropped the Roderick Strong thing. I don't know. We'll find out. But uh, it looks like Gallus will be feuding with all of Diamond Mine. Although I guess we need either one person to switch or one person to be added to Gallus. It's three on four at this point. So, Cora Jade, Roxanne Perez. This match was pretty good. Uh, it was another one of those matches where every now and then there'd be something where they froze. But in general, I mean, Roxanne Perez looked great. Corjade did pretty good. And uh, Roxanne Perez at the end, uh, Jade brings this uh, big stick into the ring. And they end up fighting. The stick falls on the ground. And uh, Perez grabs it. And, of course, if she uses it, she's going to be disqualified. And so she's thinking, she's thinking, and finally she just she just can't do it. And so Cora jumps her. The stick falls on the ground. Cora DDTs her onto the stick, pins her. So Cora Jade gets the big win here, which I figured would happen because it's clearly going to be a feud. And based on the finish, they can go to, like, the street fight or the no DQ or weapons match or whatever. And uh, ultimately, Roxanne Perez is going to get her win in the end. But this was pretty much the way they should have done it. We had uh, Tony D'Angelo Santos Escobar, all or nothing street fight. Good match. It was a very good match. And uh, they used all the gimmicks. They used everything. Uh, Electra, Lopez, uh, Electra Lopez at one point took a bump. And uh, finally there at the end, both guys are down in the middle of the ring. And there's a crowbar in the ring. And there's brass knucks in the ring. And the guys look at each other. They look at their respective weapon. And all of a sudden, it's a race. And they both race for the weapon. 
But D'Angelo gets that crowbar first. Ba-bam! Hits Santos Escobar. Pins him. And Santos Escobar must leave NXT. Hopefully for fame and fortune up there on the main roster. Good match. Indy Hartwell is backstage, and she receives a uh, special package. And it is a it is artwork of her and Dexter. So I don't know if she's being called up to the main roster, or I don't think he's getting called back down. But uh, they certainly tease they're going to be back together again at some point. And then Blair Davenport, the former B Priestley, shows up and declares she will be the next NXT Women's Champion. We had Mandy Rose and Zoe Stark, and uh, the match was, it's its like all of these matches, all of these matches, largely good, and then there's that spot here or there where what the heck was supposed to happen there? They both just freeze. It's like the story of these matches the last couple of days, but in general, the matches are, are pretty good, and they went back and forth. Zoe Stark looked really good, and as noted, uh, Mandy hits her with a jumping knee, which no one's ever kicked out of. Zoe kicks out. Mandy, who had been working over her leg the entire match, she takes off the knee brace. She puts a knee brace on her own knee. Ba-bam! Pins her. Mandy Rose retains the title. Zoe Stark gets beaten. We had a vignette for Quincy Elliott, Super Diva. I cannot wait for this one. And unfortunately, we did not have the vignette for Sanga, but maybe that'll be next week. We had Braun Breaker, J.D. McDonough in the main event, and uh, what do you mean who? Did I stutter? Quincy Elliott. He's new. They're doing vignettes to get him over. The Super Diva, Quincy Elliott. So yeah, the main event was uh, Braun Breaker and J.D. McDonough, and it was. Uh, I would say it was good. It wasn't great. It wasn't bad. You know, J.D. McDonough is a very good worker, but it was just impossible to believe he's going to beat Braun Breaker. And Braun just beat him up, beat him up, beat him up, beat him up. J.D. got some heat for a while. It's just, you know, tough to believe he had any chance. And then they do the spot at the end where, you know, Braun's beating him, he's beating him. And then J.D. ends up, you know, bleeding from the mouth, and he just smiles and, dude, they love this stuff where the baby faces are creeped out by people. And I'm like, why is Braun Breaker afraid of blood? J.D. McDonough does the, the blood thing, and Braun Breaker's momentarily like, oh, he's bleeding. I'm like, dude, he's bleeding. Beat his ass, bro. And so finally he did beat his ass, and he hit him with a series of moves, press into the power slam, pinned him, retained the title, and then that's when Tyler Bates showed up. And they uh, both had their titles. The title to Tyler Bate is not on television one yet. And they had the stare down. They did the face off. And the show went off the air. So overall, good show. It was a good, good edition of NXT 2.0. No no goofiness. All the matches were largely good. And, uh, and we got some storylines coming out of it. Guys leaving. Guys invading. Lots of stuff. Hey, we got a lot of time for feedback after the break. Text me, 425-780-7566. Email me, Brian, at WrestlingObserver.com. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
Life insurance is one of those things that just about everybody needs, but few people actually have. Hey, if you die unexpectedly without life insurance, guess what? You'll leave your family with even a bigger mess. Life insurance will help replace your family's income. It'll help cover burial expenses. Life insurance can even help pay off debt like credit cards and medical bills. Life insurance can even pay for college. And if you own a business and you die, life insurance can help your business from collapsing. It can even help cover estate taxes. Life insurance has never been more affordable and needed. Plus, you can always shop around even if you have a plan and save some money. So call the Life Insurance Quote Line right now for free Pricing information. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. 800 915 9654. That's 800 915 9654. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. That's 800-788-1495. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. No, Mike Sempervivi, where is this bloke? But we got a lot to get into here today. And it's your chance to drop us a line. If you want to text me with your thoughts on anything, questions, comments, etc. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com is the email. That is Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. You can text me, 425-780-7566. My Twitter's at Brian Alvarez. Cameo F4W Online. Doing a lot of cameos lately. 
Now's your chance. $35. That's it. $35 for a cameo. A personalized cameo for someone you love or someone you don't. Do a lot of those as well. All right. Let's see what is in the message bin here today. 425-780-7566 is the phone number here. Setting the bar pretty low for Roxanne and Cora. Match was rough. How was that finish not a DQ? Well, uh, because they have these stupid rules is why it was not a DQ. Roxanne got the stick. She never used it. The stick fell on the ground. Mandy did a DDT. She happened to land on the stick. But it wasn't like Mandy physically picked up and used the stick on her. Yeah, it's dumb. It's just as dumb as, I can hit the ring. I can hit the ring with a flamethrower. If I'm doing a match with Filthy, I can hit the match with a flamethrower in my hand. Not at EQ. I can point the flamethrower at Filthy Tom. Not at EQ. I can put my finger on the trigger and say, I am going to burn you to a crisp. Not at EQ. I burn him to a crisp, and then I am DQ'd. This rule is stupid. It's a stupid rule. It should be banished! You and Lance were talking about the next AEW champ. Do you think Punk will go heel to challenge Mox, or will it be vice versa? It feels like Mox has really earned the belt. Punk has never defended, so he feels less legit at this point. Well, I mean, the pay-per-views in Chicago... So I would be very, very surprised if we did Punk versus Moxley with Punk as a heel going into Chicago. If one of them is going to turn heel for this feud, it's got to be Moxley. And, you know, the question is, would anybody boo Moxley anyway? And actually, when you think about it, I mean, Punk got a massive ovation when he made his return. But, I mean, Mox has been super over as the babyface champion this entire summer. So it would be interesting if this match wasn't in Chicago. I do wonder who the fans would boo and cheer if they had a champion versus champion unification match. Because it's in Chicago, I don't think there's any chance that CM Punk is being booed. So if you are going to have one of them be a babyface, one of them be a heel, like Moxley's got to be the heel for this feud, if the people will boo him. Of course, if you watch Mox, I mean, half the time he's a heel anyway. People cheer him, so I guess it doesn't really matter one way or the other. Who do you think should win the G1? Osprey or Okada? Well, glad Mike's not here. I don't want to have an argument about this. It doesn't matter. In the old days, if, if Jay White's the champion and you're going to do one night of the Tokyo Dome, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna figure out Jay White's opponent through the G1. Then I would say, well, it's got to be Okada. Okada Jay White for the title at the Tokyo Dome. But it's not one night anymore. It's two nights, so it doesn't matter. I mean, there's a decent chance that uh, Jay White's going to defend the title on both nights. If if Osprey loses, he can still challenge for the title on one of the nights of the Tokyo Dome. So it. To me, like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter like it used to. It's just, you know, either guy can win, and, you know, there are going to be two different championship defenses. 
someone who doesn't win the G1 is still going to get a shot at the champion on one of the nights of the Tokyo Dome. So, you know, I I would I would have Osprey win as somebody different. And, you know, you can have Osprey and whoever. Or Okada could beat Jay White on night one and then, you know, Okada, Osprey night. There's a million things you can do now. There's There's so many things that one individual G1 win matters less than it used to, to me. It's my opinion. All right. Obviously, tonight is Kenny. But hypothetically, if it were a swerve, who would you want to see as a third man? There ain't going to be a swerve! Unless something horrible happens to Kenny Omega, which hopefully will not. But if I had to pick a partner for the Young Bucks, and it wasn't Kenny Omega, why, of course they would have to choose Brandon Cutler. There's no other option. But don't hold your breath on that one. If Punk and Moxley wrestle for the Undisputed Championship at All Out, can you see MJF making return to screw CM Punk, thus delivering the most embarrassing loss of his career? It would take Punk losing in Chicago twice, but it would keep MJF heel if that's what they want. Well, I think that they clearly want MJF to be the heel. And... He, MJF did do that line, I'm going to hand you the most embarrassing loss of your career. But Punk already lost in Chicago. Like, I can't figure out what would be more embarrassing than that. Why would losing an interim versus regular, well, a unification match, why would losing a unification match when the champion is John Moxley, why would that be more embarrassing than losing like twice to MJF in Chicago or whatever it was. Why would that be more embarrassing? So I I don't see, I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if MJF returned after whatever they do in Chicago. I would not be the least bit surprised. I mean, he's been gone for months. He was one of their biggest ratings movers. I'm surprised he's not back already. But, you know, the fact that he's not back yet one would think that he's probably coming back at or around All Out. I think, and I've thought this for a long time, I think that MJF is ultimately going to beat Punk for the title. And so I wouldn't have MJF cost CM Punk the title. MJF is going to want to win the title from CM Punk. So I could see his most embarrassing loss being not only losing to MJF in Chicago, but losing the title to him in Chicago which, of course, would be way down the road. So I, I, don't, I don't think that I wouldn't have MJF cost him the title. I would, I, if, if, if Punk is going to beat Moxley, I would have Punk and MJF feud over the title. If Moxley is winning, I suppose you could have Punk lose because of MJF, but we've already seen Punk feud with MJF in non-title matches. I think the next step has to be for the title. But I have, I have no idea what's going on with MJF, so... How do you see the G1 play out? We already talked about that. Since tonight's AW Dynamite is sponsored by House of the Dragon, wouldn't it be great if they incorporated Game of Thrones storylines into tonight's show? I could see Kenny Omega coming back to this huge celebration, only to conspire with a couple of heels and turn on everyone, a la the Red Wedding. You're not going to turn on everybody the first night back when you're going to be doing a trios tournament with your partners being the Young Bucks, he's going to be back as a babyface. The big question 
is what do we do with Don Callis? What do we do with Don Callis? Because if you remember, they had a really hot heel. His name was Dan Lambert. And everybody hated Dan Lambert. And Dan Lambert was a great heel. But uh, they had that very bizarre period where Dan Lambert and his crew were feuding with Sammy Guevara. And the fans decided they hated Sammy Guevara after he made a comment about Ethan Page's child. And they turned on him. And then they were cheering Dan Lambert's crew against Sammy. And uh, Dan Lambert started cutting babyface promos. And he was actually a hell of a babyface. So my point is, I guess we have two options here. Either Don Callis can return as a babyface, and I think he could do it, or Don Callis, this despicable, horrible human, needs to uh, basically turn on Kenny in some way and, uh, and go with somebody else to try to take out Kenny. I'm not sure which way they're going to go. Or I guess the other option is Don Callis just doesn't return for a while. So I guess we'll find out which way they go. But uh, I am intrigued by what they end up doing or not doing with uh, with Don Callis. Because Don Callis and Kenny as a heel act was awesome. It was great. So we'll see what happens when things change here. If NXT UK is done, I guess it explains why BJ and JB have their titles. I wonder if Gallus wins the titles from them. And then they challenge Diamond Mine in a unification match. You could do that. You could do that. I think they need to unify all these titles. We don't need NXT UK and NXT titles if the NXT UK guys are all going to be in NXT. So I wouldn't be surprised if they had a big... Because, listen, if they're running an NXT 2.0 pay-per-view over All Out Weekend, okay, this, this NXT 2.0, it cannot continue on as the uh, NXT 2.0 that debuted in October, November. If you're going to run a show over All Out Weekend, it's got to be the old NXT, which means it's not like a bunch of geeks, trainees, the whole nine yards. It's got to be the best workers you have in the best matches. And I think that's going to be, you know, the influx of NXT UK talent. You know, I think they're trying to move back in that direction where... Yes, your Lash Legends and your uh, whoever, they're going to be there. They're going to gain experience. But the show is going to be built around the best workers that are going to be on their way to the main roster ultimately. I think that's the way they're going to kind of... Because this was not Hunter's idea to do this. In fact, this was... Hunter was booted, and they replaced his vision with their vision. So there's no way Hunter takes over and he's like, I'm going to stick with the vision that they booted me out for. He's going to go back to his vision. And you could kind of see it on the show last night. I mean, they're bringing in good workers, and they're going to be mixed in with the current good workers on NXT 2.0. So I think that we need to, if NXT UK is done, I think we need to unify all the belts, get the best men and women working on that show, and, and bring it back to something closer to what it used to be as opposed to what it was when Dunn and Vince decided it needed more color. This person here says, since Vince is gone, can they get rid of the stupid names? I I, I wish, but uh, could they call Braun a Steiner? Well, they could do anything. But, you know, Vince Vince had some weirdness about him. Don't get me wrong. But don't think that 
Nick Khan, Hunter, Stephanie. Like, don't think that, that those those three don't also have some, I don't want to call them weird ideas. There's a reason for a lot of these name changes. Like, they don't want somebody to leave WWE and go capitalize on their WWE fame in AEW. That's why, if your name is, is, uh, is and I think Pete Dunn, is Pete Dunn his real name? I'm not even sure what Pete Dunn's real name is, but it doesn't matter because he was Pete Dunn on the Indies. Like they don't want they don't want Pete Dunn. They don't want to call him Pete Dunn, and because he uh, he was Pete Dunn on the Indies, he can go to AEW as Pete Dunn. His real name is Peter England. So they they don't want to call him Pete because he'll be able to use the Pete part in AEW. So there's a reason they. It's not just Vince. It's intellectual property reasons. So no, I don't think that uh, they're going to use the Steiner name because they don't want him going to AEW at some point, potentially, and being a Steiner. So I, I would prefer better names, but I'm not sure you're going to get all of them that you want. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. 
Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409-800-709-4409-800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Still never heard from Mike. Hopefully he's all right. Check his Twitter, at Sempervivi. We'll update when we uh, hear something. But normally when this happens, he is uh, slept through the show. Imagine sleeping through the show where we talk about NXT 2.0. Can't even believe it. This person here says, I think the Dark Order wins the trios tournament and reunites the elite. Hmm. Interesting. And this person here, I could do a whole show on this one. People joke about this a lot, but what do you honestly think Vince is doing with all of his new free time? Dude, I got no idea. Because... That guy lived and breathed pro wrestling, WWE, 24-7. That's all he did. He woke up in the morning, went to the gym. Actually, I think he went to the gym before he went to bed. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. But he woke up in the morning. He went to work. He worked. He traveled. He worked. He tore up scripts. He rewrote things. He worked. He worked out. Went to bed. Got up and did it again. That's all he did. No hobbies. All WWE. So, dude, I have no idea what this guy is doing. I have no idea what he would be doing every day. I mean, he's looking at his own uh, company. He's he's looking at his, his son-in-law and his daughter, bringing back all the guys he didn't want, pushing all the guys he didn't necessarily want pushed. I mean, I don't know. Hopefully he's busying himself with whatever he's got to do for this investigation because at least it'll give the guy something to do. But you know what he's not doing? Tearing up scripts! Thank God. So there is that. We're out of time, everybody. I want to thank you all for listening. WrestlingObserver.com later on tonight. Myself and Dave Meltzer back here tomorrow with more. And we'll talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live.